0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Hi, you guys! It's me, Salish. I'm so excited to share with you this next episode. I recorded this next episode my very first week of doing this podcast, and my microphone was off. I'm I'm tripping over my words. All of the things, but I I hope that you enjoy it and that you get so much um, love and wisdom from from Tiana she's really the bomb and so I hope that you have a good time listening and since I have you if you haven't already take a second and rate this podcast and leave us a review okay that's all you guys peace and love and light enjoy Black hair in the big leagues. I am your host, Salisha Thomas, and today we've got an actress, my friend <laughs> from Southern California, native to Southern California. She um, veers towards this big screen. Um, in, you might have seen her in Silicon Valley, uh, The Good Place. She is no stranger to the Hollywood Bowl. Um, I love seeing her in Grease Live. Hairspray Live, and she's done a whole lot more than that. But she also just made her Broadway debut a couple of years ago in the Share Show. Welcome, Tiana. Oh, yeah. oh my God, Felicia, <laughs> you knew my whole resume. Girl, I did my research, but like I didn't have to do too much research because I already knew. What? Wow.
2: You know, living and breathing, as my friend Tiffany would say, living and breathing. We'll
1: take it. (laughs) We'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. How are you?
2: How are you doing? You know, today, truthfully, I'm not great today. I'm not. But seeing you and speaking with you is bringing me some joy. But um, I just watched Daniel Cameron's uh, response or I guess he was giving the decision on the grand jury's decision oh, on the Brianna Taylor case. Yeah. So it's um been a heavy morning and every day brings something different, you know? Um so I've just try to honor how I feel in the moment and and pivot where I need to and move move deeper into whatever i'm feeling if i need to or find a yeah. call call to action whatever uh I, i've been watching today. you
1: like I, it's like it's inspiring to see you using your voice on your social media
2: it's oh, like thank yeah you.
1: for real and uh, i totally feel that and so i want to say thank you for coming on this show doing this little podcast with me when there's so many other things happening in the world in your life in our life you know like there are so many girl, things Of
2: course I was going to be here and do your podcast. Oh my, Come on. Oh my gosh, I really appreciate
1: Like I really love. <laughs> so thank you so like um gosh, now I want to talk about all those things, but I'm going to pivot for the purpose of this. Come on, pivot, girl, pivot. I want to first start off with how we met. How did we meet? I know it was like back in 2000 and Well, (laughs) Felicia, how did we meet? Okay, so this is what I remember. I don't remember. I think it was either through Chester or Lockhart. That was it. Oh, I know.
2: I know what it was. We were doing a Todrick video. And uh (laughs) I know exactly what video it was. I've only been in one. So ghetto (laughs) Gangnam Style, right? Yes. Yes. Yes, and you were doing hairspray at the time with Todrick and Chester at yes. 3D Theatricals. Yes. Yeah, that's how we met. So,
1: did we meet doing that video, or did we meet? Yes.
2: Event? Yes, I think that's. I think that's where we met doing the video.
1: That not- because we, we didn't do a show together. No. Maybe. No. Mm-mm. You I had done been. hairspray, but in. At Moonlight? Um, No, at uh, the, the one in Long Beach. Da, uh, da, MTW, MTW. MTW, Musical Theater Guy.
3: Yes, yes, yes. Yes. <laughs>
1: yes. Um, that was a blast from the past. First of all, y'all, for those of you who are listening, if you have never, I don't ever talk about it, but if you have never seen Todd Hall's Keto Gangnam Style. <laughs> oh,
3: oh, man.
1: Oh, man. Um, go treat yourself. And... uh. Go look that up.
2: Um, well, wow, I can't. I mean, I totally forgot that that is how we met. Doing because yeah. we, we used the set for hairspray and everything. That is yes. wild.
1: How the heck did he get them to do that? I know. He's Amazing. a sweet
2: talker. Sweet talker, that one. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay.
1: So <laughs> even back then in 2012, as as long as I've known you, you have always embraced your curls.
2: Wow. Well, you know what that's crazy because that that's a shock to me because for, for such a long time I didn't embrace my curls. Yeah, it wasn't until maybe my sophomore year Yeah, my sophomore year of college that I started wearing my hair natural. From junior high up until that moment, I chemically straightened my hair and always wore extensions, always.
1: Okay. I'm gagged right now because I did not know that. I feel like back in the day and probably even recently, I went down rabbit hole after rabbit hole of you because I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful. Like all truly, truly. I'm like looking at your hair and I don't remember too many um, straight hair photos. I know that they existed, but I have always known you.
2: To have some really big yes, hair.
1: Yes,
2: yes. I know yes. it's so wild for me to think about because I can't imagine any, I mean, of course, you know, from time to time when I want to spice it up, I'll straighten my hair and I'll do, I'll do the thing, but right, right. this is me, you know, this is me just, yeah,
1: yeah, hair. It, I think <laughs> like it is at least like from like a, uh, what is the word? Just like seeing, like from people who are looking at you, it is such a big part of, What makes you like, okay, I'm so excited to tell you this. I don't know if I ever told you this. When you were in town making your Broadway debut, when you were in rehearsals for the Cher show, I knew you were in town before I knew you were in town because I was in a restaurant and I saw a girl leaving with the most glorious hair. And I was looking at her and I was like, I only know one person with hair like that. Stop. <laughs> I never even saw your face. Out of all the people in the country, out of all the people in New York freaking city, I saw the back of your head and was like, is Tiana in town? And then was like, oh, making her Broadway debut in Share Show and rehearsals have begun. Literally, that is how I identified you. Like I did not even see your face. That is so crazy. Wow 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 i feel special thank you for that (laughs) thank you yeah like so okay so you touched a little bit on like your your journey like you used to chemically straighten and then you said at what point did did you kind of i mean you still like straighten it every now and then but like what point did you stop that did you say my sophomore
2: year of college so in junior high i never i always straightened my hair Um, or, you know, would do protective styles in elementary school, junior high came and I wanted it chemically straightened, um, just because I was 12 or 13 or whatever, and didn't know really how to do my hair, take care of it, you know, and that was just an easier way and, um, easier to straighten, yeah. And and kind of get on with the day. So I did that for years, and that was sort of my my image in high school, and then also freshman year of college as well. And then sophomore year came, and my mom also went to school uh, when I went <laughs> to UCLA. So she she got her marriage family therapy. Um, license. That's
1: awesome.
2: Yeah. During, during my UCLA years. And she, she told me that she couldn't pay for my hair anymore. I'm, I'm not paying for you to get your hair chemically strained. I'm, I, we, we can't, oh. we can't do it. No more relaxing. And oh. so, oh okay. Yeah. So, so she, it was really my mom's fault, <laughs> but, but I just embraced, you know, I embraced the curls and I think I even did a Brazilian blowout as like I've always transition. wondered about those.
1: Did you like that?
2: No, because it did something weird to the top of my head.
1: <laughs> the curls didn't
2: behave, and I still feel this way to this day that they don't really um, behave like the rest of my head.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah I, I, all I like can
2: Yeah, I don't know if it was left in for too long or what the deal was, but did
1: it burn? Did it burn? at all like no
2: a- I remember mm-hmm. relaxers yeah I remember perms like burning my scalp and like sometimes coming back with some scabs which is not pleasant but you know that's right <laughs> pain pain is beauty right beauty is pain oh gosh <laughs> I know
3: But these know. days
1: it's like it's so crazy to hear you say that because like your curls look so healthy and so like not thirsty. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) like it feels, it looks like they just drank a gallon of water
2: and they're relaxing
1: on the beach.
2: Oh, thank you for that. That means a lot, especially because lately I've been feeling that I just had to up, um, like switch up my hair care routine.
1: Please tell me, please tell me. We'll be right back right after the break
0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW proof. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus Purchase necessary Void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details
2: okay so I've never been huge into the diva curl I wasn't that girl because I'm like that's too expensive and I I wanted I, I was always the Cantu or the Shea moisture that's where yeah. I lived um, I also really liked Renpure, pure which was a really cheap target brand and I all of their products were really moisturizing and hydrating for the curls, so I love their leave-in conditioner and was just like, <laughs> "Let my hair soak that up and drink it like water." But um, recently, I got into Pattern by Tracy Ellis Ross, and I really love it. I love it so much.
1: Look, I'm writing. I'm writing it down.
2: <laughs> yeah, I. Um, yeah, I. I used it um, – I've been using it for, like, two weeks now. And I just feel like my hair is happy. <laughs>
1: okay. So, question, because i have not looked into her brand. Um, does she have, like, the silicone stuff and the parabens and the like,
2: – You know blend? what?
1: Um, no.
2: I don't believe oh, she does. I mean, I could go grab the bottle. We could read off the ingredients. But uh, what I like about her brand specifically is that she – she has three different types of conditioners for three different types of curls oh. um, or hair. Like so if you have a finer hair that kind of locks in and uh, product sort of stays in there a lot, you don't yeah. really want to use the heavy conditioner. Uh, you okay. want you want to use the light conditioner because it's gonna this. wash out a little bit easier and it's gonna you know work through your hair a little bit better. Um, I use the heavy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm definitely taking notes. That's really what this podcast is for. So I can take everybody's tips.
2: Like, <laughs> I need I need your tips, girl. I need yours. What? Tell me your tips because <laughs> are,
1: you, are you kidding me? I am doing all the cheap stuff and I'm learning through these interviews. I'm like gotta stop using that like literally i'm like oh Mm -hmm. i'm just i'm at the stage where i'm like embracing what is on my head and for me it's like okay the bigger the better which is back in the day it's like i gotta hide this like i would put it into a french twist for like to get ready to go in front of the white people like don't see any of my texture like oh it's kind of like i've got frizz i've got a lot of volume we're dealing with it it and is what it out.
2: is yeah and i i love that i love that you're embracing your curls and you're embracing your hair more because it is just going to I, make you free. yes it's just gonna free you a little bit more and and more. I, I feel like everyone needs a little bit of that
1: you know um, I, I i think it's almost like so underestimated because I used to wear a lot of wigs and I don't think there's anything wrong with if you want to wear your hair straight, if you want to wear yeah. wigs like all the things like we've got options, ladies. Okay. Like I'm just in a point in my life when I'm like, I want to be natural and like and, and embrace that. But if you want to do anything else, like that is, that is okay. Like we are free to do whatever we want, but there was a period in my life where I was only wearing wigs because I didn't like the length of my hair. because This woman chopped it all off anyway. And the, feeling of wearing wigs every day like I'd have wig prep in I'd go do my 8 shows a week I did 1500 shows more than with beautiful like I was always in a wig prep I I would take off my wig from the show and put on another wig and no one ever saw my hair for the longest freaking time wow yeah oh, wow. and going from that to
3: yeah how does it my
1: feel Ooh, First, it feels like walking outside in a thong like <laughs> Like, oh my gosh, like,
2: is this okay? Like, it is okay. You know, I don't, I, it's so, it, it, it. I mean, we could talk about it for a moment, but I think part of the reason, there's so many different reasons why women, black women straighten their hair or wear wigs and whatever reason that may have been, like, it is also, I don't know, it's so difficult. My mom, my mom's white. And I think a lot of the reason why I wanted my hair straight, I wanted to look like my mom. Like I wanted, Mm. you know, and she had, she had beautiful, like curly wavy hair. And I just wanted hair like hers. That was easy to easy um, to manage. Uh, Because every time I would go to the hairdresser, you know, I would, I would walk in with my hair in a bun and they go, okay, great. It's going to be $45. And my mom came back to pick me up. It'd be a hundred. Not cool. That's, Yeah. And they would just roll their eyes and like, get so mad that I had so much hair and it made me feel terrible. I felt Mm. so bad for how much hair was on my head. Um, and it, so I just never fully felt like it was fitting for me until I just fully embraced it. And, and I did. And, God, it's so, it so it's so interesting because like in the, in the theater world or even in TV and film i've I've been in situations where my hair hasn't been appreciated and I'm sure you have as well but I've, I've gone to auditions and I've had casting directors for a TV pilot tell me your hair could you could you just pull it back could you do something it's just too much like wow. Direct quote. It's just too much. Your hair's filling up the frame. <gasps> oh. Yes. Traumatizing. And I didn't really recognize it as like a microaggression in the moment, but right, now right. we have that language, right? Because yeah,
1: we part of the conversation.
2: it's part of the conversations that we're having on a regular basis, but I didn't really know what, what was going on. And I was just trying to conform. You know, I was like, okay, yeah, I'll push it back. And then I left and I was like, why did that make me feel so weird? Ah, you know, and, and that's not, that's not, that's not right at all.
1: <laughs> it's like coming from somebody who you've taken care of your curls for a long time. It's not like you just like rolled out of bed. Like, and even if you did, but like you did, I know that you didn't like you are hair goals. And so for somebody who I'm like looking at as hair goals, for somebody to tell you, It's just too much. I am offended.
3: I know. (laughs) know.
2: But on the opposite side of that, I've had people on TV sets who have done a beautiful, beautiful job with my hair. Uh, Yeah, I shot for Nancy Drew in the fall. And when I flew up to Vancouver, I'm always nervous. I'm always, you know, always nervous on how they're going to receive how much head is actually on my head. (laughs) Because I do have a lot. And I understand that that does take time. So yeah. I, I I like to make sure that it's prepped, you know, for whatever that they need, and I do want to make sure that it's a collaborative process as far as okay, like what is going to make me feel good. Also, what can you do with my hair, you know? <laughs> so so we we actually did make it a collaborative process, and I showed them pictures of styles and different styles that I've done before, and they're like, oh, I really like that, and so it was it was more of um, a, a team effort than. Yeah. Than um, situations that I've had in the past, and so that was a really, really positive experience for me. Especially, like being in, in Canada, being in Canada. Yeah, I mean, it was a show; it was a CW show, but yeah, being in, being in Canada and 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 uh, with a team of mostly uh, uh, you know white hairstylists and and um, it, it was a positive experience. So I'm very happy and proud of how they how they dealt with that. You know, I never felt like, um, like it was like, I was too much or whatever. They were just happy to be, um, yeah, <laughs> you know, they're like excited to, um, to try new things and, and learn. And, um, I was, I was really happy about that. So there's, okay, there's those so, both.
1: <laughs> so I want to know, did, and you don't actually, we don't, we can talk about this and we don't have to talk about this. So you were also like the first black Elsa in Disney's uh, at Disneyland, Hyperion's Frozen. Yeah. We don't have to go into this because I no, went at Disneyland talk- too. Let's so I get, it. I, yeah. And you're also still in California. So it, it's like, it might be a little different. Like, I don't know. Like, are you, do you still do shows? Well, in well I
2: did. Yeah, I actually did. I did a couple when I first moved back, um, yeah, so I'm still I'm still like involved with uh, the Hyperion and okay. all the folks there. It's you know how it is with Disney, it's like yes. a big family, so yeah. It's nice to go back to sometimes.
1: Um so then like truly, you do not have to speak on this and we will move on. But like how is your experience with Disney as a black woman? And and specifically in a role that was white in the cartoon. Yeah,
2: um it was challenging at first. I did feel like an immense amount of pressure. Yeah. Um, I also felt a, 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 that I was undeserving. <laughs> like, why me? Why am I? Why am I the one? No, truly, truly, because the way that things are done at Disney, you know, multiple people share the same role, and I yeah. wasn't the originator of this role. It was my friend Donna Loudon, and and. Um, you know, during rehearsals, I, her and I would 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 share ideas, and we cry together during tech and everything. But oh. she she truly was she was the first person um, prior prior to me being Elsa. I was in the ensemble, and I actually still technically am in the ensemble. But um, Lisel, Tommy, our director. Yes. pulled me, pulled me aside early on in the process. And she said, Hey, I want you to learn, let it go. I know you. I, cause I, I mean, I originally auditioned for Elsa. So I kind of had an idea that eventually I would be doing that. But, God, goosebumps. <laughs> she was like, I want you to learn, let it go. And I um, I want you to sing it for Jason, Jason Michael Webb, when he comes, oh my you know, God. to play for us when <laughs> the executives, when the executives come. And so I was like, okay, okay, practice with John. (laughs) Practice with John, Tiana. We never had a second
1: to practice with John. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, And we never had a moment to, to get together privately and there was no time in the day to schedule rehearsal ever. So every day when I would drive back from rehearsals, I would, just press into my steering wheel and sing, let it go like as like, oh. many times as I could. And oh it. And then finally, yeah. And then finally we, we had a, a rehearsal with Jason when he came into town and, um, yeah, it was, it was, it was really, it was really interesting, but Liesl definitely squeezed me in through the back door, man. She, she knew what looking she was out. doing. She that was looking meant- out.
1: Yeah. yeah, okay, so you- if y'all don't know who Lisa lives and I've never met her, but like she's a black, um, a black director. And it's one of those like representation kind of things, like having somebody on the other side of the table, having representation, like it mm-hmm. makes, it feels, I mean, I didn't, I've not worked with her, but I've yeah. only heard, good things. I've and only heard you don't, good things. And it was one of those moments
2: where you didn't really understand the impact until like you were finally there. Like I didn't, I, I don't know. I, I shrugged it off like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, this is happening to me. <laughs> or, I'm going to do this thing and tried not to make it a bigger deal than what it was, but it was a really big deal for big Disney deal. Yeah. for Disney to do. And so there was a lot of feelings that came with that. Like I said, I was very, I was so, so nervous. Um, I also felt like I did, I was playing a part that was a cartoon of a white woman. So yeah. I felt as if I did have to like fit into this box as as yeah. actors in musical theater people do, you know, when you're replacing yeah. someone in a Broadway show or yeah. whatever the case may be, there's a genre yada yada like you feel like you have to fit into this box like yes. these are the confinements of where you fit and, uh-huh. and where the role goes and how big you can be or how black you can be, right, right. <laughs> yes. Black you can be. yes and so wow. I definitely had like I definitely thought about that and that was something that like Liesl, Jason and myself like talked about um and it was it was scary. There, there were moments, but I definitely felt the support from the creative team. Good Minus, minus makeup, makeup
1: <laughs> <laughs> was a moment. We're going to cut for a short ad break. With lucky landslots,
2: you can get lucky just about anywhere.
1: Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time.
0: No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky.
1: Play for free
2: at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Um,
2: <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? Honestly, I don't care. I'm just going to say it. But there was there was a moment um, in the, in the creative process where, <sighs> uh-uh. here we go. Here we go. Liesl brought in everyone that she wanted to work with creatively, but there was, um, one aspect of the creative process that she had no control over. It was the makeup. So she didn't were- Yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. What? But then, what? they had a Disney person. I know. I know. So, so we're trying out different things and, um, and Chuck did the wigs and, you know, Chuck, Chuck, Chuck Yes. Chuck, Chuck, New York, Chuck? Yes, yes, yes. Oh my God. Chuck, Chuck did the wigs. And so when he came in, you know, we chatted, he was like, I did really, I did want to make your hair natural, like curly, blonde, but blonde. But Disney said, no, I guess. I don't know. Dang. But, but um because it, it's just so weird, it's like, oh, it is a character and it's an, an image thing and, you know, it has to right. get approved and all these things. But at the same time, I'm like, okay, well, then I'm black, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but there was this moment when we were doing um the makeup tutorial, and I know that you're familiar with this day and any theatrical performance, but... You know, you sort of get the breakdown of what what you're supposed to do with the eyeshadow and where the glitter goes and what kind of eyelashes you get, yada, All yada, the things. yada. All the things. So uh, the makeup artist did my makeup that day and the whole foundation, everything, finished my makeup. I have the dress on already. And what are you
1: about to say?
2: I know. And so I was supposed to put on, I was supposed to put on the wig. <laughs> so I so I walked into the other room, put on the wig. Chuck helped me, you know. He did the yeah. did the whole, yes, the whole thing. Did the thing. And I turned
1: around, I look at myself in the mirror. It's white. Is it white? Yeah, my whole thing. Yeah.
2: And I look at myself in the mirror and I said, (laughs) and I chuckled just a little bit because I'm not trying to be disrespectful to her work, but I said, (laughs) I look, I look kind of white. Or I said, I I, I think I said I look white or I look like I'm a different race. And she goes, yeah, this is, this is, this is the kicker. She goes, oh, well, honey, that's what we're going for. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um... Oh. And Chuck and I just glared at each other. We looked, we locked eyes. And, and I spoke to him later, and I said, that's not what we're going for. Does she, is she,
1: is she oh. not understanding the whole... To me, it's like, you're not even trying to cover it up. Just blatant. Like, that is the, like... That's how I yeah. feel when the KKK is celebrating on the news after something Trump said. I'm like,
3: you're not even trying to pretend like it's not racist.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so, yeah, Liz. Liesl wasn't happy. No one ah, would, no one was happy. Cute man.
1: Yeah. Did that and, change or did you go did you end up going on stage that way? What what ended up
2: happening? Oh, oh no 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 no. I didn't go on stage <laughs> that way. <No. laughs> you know, you go and you do your own makeup after that and it's it's fine. But these are the sort of that's not even micro. I, w- I was gonna say microaggression. It's that's not. <laughs> but that's these are the really. sort of things that we deal with all the time that we just brush off. Like I remember yes. in that moment, I I felt so uncomfortable, like that awful pit in your stomach. But I yeah. brushed it off. I was, that-
3: yeah.
1: was like,
2: uh, "I also see it."
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's when so.
2: I'm
1: like, "Oh, that's that really did happen." When I see somebody else also acknowledge it, so yeah. Yeah. But, like, to, like, I wonder if that was just her, if that was Disney. And, like, because I, I do feel the same way in terms of, like, a supportive, like, they were trying to get me to be, do the Jasmine thing. Honestly, is the worst audition of my life. And there was no way I was ever going to be Jasmine in Aladdin. But, like, they were, and Michael Cerna, who was the casting director at the time, he was, like, I want you to do it exactly how you would do it.
2: Do Aww, not.
1: Yeah. He's like, do not worry about what you think it should be, what you, and it made me feel so, I felt safe, like racially <laughs> safe in that moment. I was not a good fit. I am in Melco. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, I realize, That's okay. i like to
2: live down there too, but everyone wants to give me the top line in every show. Right.
1: right. But you can do it. like. Okay, so I want to know now, like, what about Share Show? How was your experience in the Share Show? Was there like I love that show by the way? Uh, Oh, thanks. I yeah, it was what
2: a crazy experience. I think, oh man, it is really difficult to do a show about a legend that is still walking this earth and also still touring and rocking it and has a career that is thriving to this day. Right. That that was really, really difficult um yeah the share show I'm so I'm so thankful for that experience it gave me my Broadway debut it gave me some of the best friendships and relationships that I will you know take with me forever and ever for the rest of my life but um yeah there there definitely were some moments. Um, I'm sure you've already heard about um Maya and her situation with, I don't know if you have the ensemble no. has sort of covered it. I think in their podcast, but oh, I need
1: to go back and read, read it. Yeah, yeah. I, um, it's yeah. I
2: there when there's only a certain amount of us in the in the building. You know, it's we congregate together and we kind of find moments to check in and say, Hey, are you okay? Or that's not okay. Or why does she touch your hair all the time? Or, you know, Mm -hmm. things like that. And, and I'm, I'm glad that we did have that because there, there were a few moments where that happened and there also were moments where we had beautiful discourse and people had come to Jesus moments, you know, with, with situations that they never would have, you know? Yeah. 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 So, so that was also, um, uh, great to have, you know, when you're in the ensemble, like, I mean, I mean, you know, but the, the sort of the tone of the women's ensemble sets like the tone for the building
1: sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) So You
2: want to make sure that like, there is some sort of, and I always felt that like, I'm so energy based and
1: Yes, me too.
2: Yeah, and I always kind of wanted to like bridge the gap or kind of find um, find this common ground or something that we could do all together. And sometimes, sometimes it was really hard. And I think that that was just due to maybe you know disagreements from above trickling down to down okay. below, and us feeling the weight of that. Okay, you know. So I, I think that sometimes there was there's a little bit of conflict there. Um, but overall, like, I'm so proud of how we came together. Honestly. I, yeah. Like, like we, we came together, we showed
1: up, we showed
2: out and I, yes, you showed out and literally
1: oh. your body. Can we talk about your Freaking body, body, Adi. body, Adi freaking Adi y'all. If you don't know who Tiana Okoye is, you need to look her the freak up right now. I'm oh, gonna post all of her social media handles so you can stalk the ass out of her. And you know what? If she's still doing it, she can do um the b- b- berries. Oh my gosh, she goes <laughs> freaking but, like. Let me tell you, I am too afraid to do berries boot camp because it's too hard. I like Orange Theory because I'm like, look. You you can see I'm in the red zone. Please don't hurt me. But um, Barry's like you you know, you're not going to want for your let's, trainer. Let's talk about that for a second
2: because I do feel like there is this thing about the fitness industry um, that should be more. I mean, and Barry's is actually having a moment where we are we're doing a lot of work internally to look at our clientele and see who, who feels welcomed here, who is, yes, yes. So there's a lot of things happening internally. I'm so proud of, but that is, that is a huge issue. I mean, like body image is so, especially in the, in the Broadway community is like, (sighs) talk about it. Oh man. Like you are a body, aren't you? Like, I mean,
1: but you were literally on stage in a thong. In a thong. In a thong. And, sh- girl, a thong and you just, all looked good. Everybody. There was not Thank you. Well, that's because we all <laughs> we all
2: were really fighting for it. We were at the gym every day. And let's Shoot. listen, it's a lot of work. Let's just have a moment because it is a lot of work. And I think it is unrealistic for us to look at that and that image as something that is completely one like sustainable lifelong. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm doing eight shows a week. I'm also teaching and I'm working out on top of it. So of course I'm gonna look like that. And I'm eat and I'm taking care of my diet, you know, and making sure that I have one cheat day or, you know, if I have a sip of wine or like freaking grind. Yeah, I so I, I worked really hard, but there were some moments that were and I caught myself early and I'm glad I caught myself that I was starting to get unhealthy, mm. um, you know, self self image wise, yes. you know, where yeah. I, I would like look in the mirror and be like, Oh, well, shouldn't have had that, shouldn't have had that pizza yesterday. Oh. Like I could see, I could literally see it and and that was all of us. Wow, you know, or like the majority of us, I don't want to speak for everyone, but I heard it all, I heard that all the time. And so then of course I, I I did that to myself and it just turns into this like perpetual, you know, it's a domino effect that just keeps on going and going. And, um, it isn't sustainable and it isn't, it isn't the healthiest, you know, when you're thinking about your show closing and you're like, Whoa, great. I don't have to, I don't have to keep it up that much. Like I can kind of be a little bit more flexible. Like that's a problem, <laughs> you I mean, know?
1: Like, I mean, like, yeah, I totally, it's hard because it's like, I do think there is some flexibility depending on what kind of show you're in. Mm-hmm. You know, like I I could be a fatty, I'd regret it, but I could go on stage being a fatty. But if I had a costume that was like that
2: big, oh. This, yeah, being had a thong for I had three. How many outfits did I have that were a thong? A, a, lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot. We had our opening number. That was a thong, like straight out of the gate. A thong, you know. And listen, like, listen. The day, we were like, "What?" I'm not complaining because I felt sexy as hell. I did, <laughs> and I felt so good in my Bob Mackie. Like I freaking I truly did. I felt really, really good, but it it took me a while to get to this place where I was like, okay, I, I do feel, I love, I love this. I love my body. I, I, I love, you know, the balance that I've created because for a moment I did kind of, you know, get into this negative space of, okay, don't look at that. Mm -hmm. Don't look at that. Mm -mm. Like, Mm not too much fruit, Tiana. That's a lot of oh sugar. Like whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. And I just, yeah. I, I clocked that right away. And I was like, listen, food is fuel. Okay. Right. No, Like it really is. You need to take care of yourself. And if you're not mentally taking care of yourself, then you're not physically taking care yeah. of
1: yourself. <laughs> no, truly. Even so, before these podcasts, I'm like, I have to eat before every interview or else I'm like, yeah,
2: yeah, same. I did the same thing, and and listen, I know everyone's goals. I also want to speak to like everyone has specific goals that they are trying to accomplish in their fitness journey, and yeah, and like so, I do want to completely honor that and respect that because that hustle is incredible and specific to the person who is choosing it. So I'm not shaming anyone who is keeping it tight all the time. Listen, I'm trying to as well, <laughs> but I had always, prior to share, like I had always worked out purely to feel good and like yeah. purely to feel strong and good. And that was the first time that I was working out to look a certain way. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 So it was, it was, it was different for me. I mean, even as a Barry's instructor, I was like, oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, <laughs> like I've been, so, I've
2: been so used to like telling other people and, 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 yeah. you know, doing, doing that. But, um, and I think a lot of the time for berries as well, like it is a place for people to feel good, to walk out of the red room, like feeling sexy, you know, you're, you're in yes. those red lights yeah. and it's a whole thing. Uh, so it is like an empowerment thing. And that's what yes. I really, really gravitated me towards, towards berries, but, um, Yeah, I don't know. It's different for everyone. So I I just want to, I want to say that as a little disclaimer that um, that's okay, you know?
1: All right. Okay. (laughs) And wait, one other thing about Cher. Um, The night that Hillary Clinton came to the show. Yes. I was there that night. That was my second time seeing it. Oh, that's right. The audience was freaking nuts. Like Mm -hmm. it was, did you guys get to meet her after? Yes. Yeah. We took a picture. Uh Uh-huh. Did she say anything? Um, you know,
2: usually how those things, usually how those things go. I mean, it's like the leads will take a photo, the whole group will take a photo. And then usually the leads like stay and they chat for a little bit because they stay in their costumes, you know? Yeah. The, the, like, so the the shares would stay in their costumes, Sunny Bono, like the leads, um, and they would chat for a little bit. So unless, Unless you wanted to wait until everyone else chatted, then you just go and change. Got so it. Uh, yeah. yeah, and depending <laughs> on like your night or whatever, you know how many people are lined up waiting to talk to Hillary. Um, depending on you know, right? State or not?
1: Okay. And one other thing, there's a couple of things, and now I'm gonna let you go. Um, <laughs> can we talk about the bloodbath? Do you remember the blood? Okay, y'all. Oh, so if we York- showed
2: up. We showed up for that bloodbath. We came with what are those things called? The uh, the like little
1: hats. Yes, with the uh, you can see through. Wait, time out, oh, y'all. Man. If you oh, don't know, there was a point in Broadway that made history until the pandemic blew that out the water. When a whole bunch of shows on Broadway closed at the same freaking time. It was Beautiful, a dark was a moment. Apartment. It was a and dark was, moment. Oh, man. A dark moment. I think somebody from Pretty Woman hosted a party with all the shows that were slated to close. It was like eight of us or something. Eight parties, like eight shows. And to where we were all in the same room, like commiserating, drinking, and also partying together. It was like, it was nuts.
2: It was absolutely nuts. And so we did, I think. We yes. all kind of
1: needed that moment for yes. sure. And yeah, yeah. The air yeah. show, y'all showed up like... In tandem, like looking like we are ready for a funeral, but
2: looking fierce as hot. Oh yeah, we had to. We were like, you know what? We are going to show up in our what are those called? The facet, fascinating. Fasc- oh, fascinator. Fasc- fasc- yeah. Fascinator. One of those. Fascinator. Mm-hmm. Is that? Yes. All? I don't know. Yeah, y'all looked good. We had those. We had roses. You know, we were mourning the loss of
3: oh,
2: of Broadway. Our Broadway shows. Little, little did we know. Little did we freaking 2020 would happen and completely just
1: yeah blow everything out the water yep yep um all right and one last thing I know that I touched on this a little bit earlier but I want to say it one last time just like watching you and your confidence with your hair is inspiring Tiana it really is like you were rocking your curls in a time when the media when tv when everybody on screen was straightening their hair like I remember looking at you and being like why isn't she straightening her hair? Like when I when I was in the mindset of everybody straightens their hair and you weren't. And oh. it and it was like it was eye-opening to me, like, I think she loves it that way. Huh. Like, like, like I never even had the thought of loving it. Like my own. Like that didn't even cross mm. my mind until I watched you. So oh.
2: Wow, thank you, love. Thank you. And I, I like I said before, it was such a journey. It took me it a did. while to get there, and I never thought that 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 would be me. Truly. But it was sort of a happy accident where I was like forced to embrace it, and then I was like, "You know what? Like this is this is me. This is my hair." Um, and mm-hmm. that came with a lot. It really did. It came with me going out and people asking to touch it and, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, no. or, or not even asking and just putting their hands in my hair. But uh. so I think the more that we embrace our natural hair, the more that we just get out there and we do it, the less people are going to feel so inclined to like want to pet it because they think, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, yeah. so like I said, everyone's journey is different and how you want to wear your hair is your choice. But just embrace 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 those curls and they look so beautiful on you, Salisha. They look so gorgeous. Thank I you. need all of your hair care recommendations because oh. your curls are stunning. Thank Beautiful. You.
1: I love you. Oh, thank you. And thank you for coming on Black Hair in the Big Links. Oh my, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> right, you're the bomb. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, girl. Okay. Love you. I love you too. <laughs> I love Tiana so much. She's got such a big heart and also her curls are just to die for. I have such a curl crush on her. Please follow her on Instagram at Tao. That's at T-E-E underscore O-H-H-H on. And so please go follow her and give her some love. Shout out to the Broadway Podcast Network. Shout out to Wilton Music for producing my theme song, Love C O T. Shout out to London Baskerville for editing this episode. Hey, girl. <laughs> I hope you're enjoying listening to to this podcast. I'm so grateful to have you as a listener. If you'd like to support, please find us on Patreon. I upload all my episodes there early and for your convenience. And there's some merch there as well. Also, rate this podcast, leave us a review, and share the love. Tell a friend. Y'all, thank you for listening to Black Hair in the Big Leagues. I'm your host, Celicia Thomas, see you next week.